What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass cylinder breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams. As always, at least for this week, I'm joined by Chris Abacon. What's, What's going, going on, on Chris? I'm hey, doing so, fine. Uh, if for those who may be tuning in for the first time this week, so Chris is uh, my special uh, guest co-host for the uh, the next two weeks. Shannon is on vacation, so everybody wish him uh, a happy vacation from from some beach somewhere. You know, uh, Shannon doesn't have social media, so we'll we'll never know <laughs> about his uh, vacation. But um, super excited! So next two weeks, I have on uh, Chris. And then uh, both of these weeks, I also have an Ask a P, uh, Ask a P uh, podcast uh, episode. So this week will be Darren King Jr. Uh, and then next week will be uh, Jay Sanders. So definitely tune in for those as well. So five episodes for the next two weeks. So hit me with 10 episodes. So please uh, continue to like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. I always forget to say uh, we're trying to plus up our numbers on YouTube. So we have a, a a couple hundred subscribers. I'm trying to hit 500 before the end of the year. A thousand will be great, but I'll take what I can get, uh, as well as just sharing the podcast, right? Uh, we, we like the growth that we're seeing, and I want to get more people uh, eyes on the podcast because I, I think it's beneficial to our, uh, our audience and our community. So uh, with that being said, I go into topic two. So uh, this one comes from Dark Reading. Uh, it is written by, I always forget to say it was written by um Nate Nelson from uh Dark Reading and the title of the of the uh article is another AI pitfall digital mirroring opens new cyber attack vector so uh, I'm I'm always up to talk about AI I love the side oh, yeah. I love the subject I love the topic uh I, I have some writing I need to do uh because I'm, I'm supposed to be blogging about it and I have not gotten back yeah. around to it yet but I will in the near future but I'm interested to hear what your thoughts about the article are Chris Yes, I mean, we all know AI is literally the hotness right now. So from the beginning of the year when ChatGPT rolled out, it's just been, I mean, it's, it's been on fire. NVIDIA stocks up just because of AI alone, right? Because they're actually, my understanding is that they, uh, you know, produce a hardware that powers ChatGPT, right? But in, yeah, in and Microsoft context, also jumped yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy how, um, you know, 2022, right, was the... Uh, when you know the investment or at least stocks were going down or at least the, from that side of the house a lot of valuations were going down people were losing faith the next you know ai comes up and boom an, an entirely new way that i mean because it's caught on in, into the mainstream thought right ai has been a lot around for a long time machine learning i mean if then statements it's it's been there for a long time right soar technologies uh security orchestration right it's been around automation right um, but in the context of the article, right, it talks about digital twins. So it's like digital assistants, AI assistants, you know, some of the, almost like a Cartana, right, from Halo, right? Like right. But uh, of course, not as, you know, you know, advanced as Cartana just yet, but they're called a language, large language models, right? So like ChatGPT, where really you can just talk to someone, right? You can talk to something, rather, not someone, because they're not, they're not sent any, sentient yet, right? Or yet. I mean, <laughs> keyword, yeah, right? Um, but yeah, so the article talks about, um, some of the difficulty, you know, when you're some of the security aspects or people that can use uh, large language models in a, a, you know, adversarial or a way to, you know, do harm to others or really for personal or, you know, for criminal activity. Right. So problem is, 
Um, it's difficult to, you know, do something like a code review on ChatGPT, right? It's, it's just massive. There's really no like continuous monitoring process for um, these language learning models because as, as, as you're typing, as you're interacting with them, they're, they're constantly changing up, right? So it's, 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 definitely, a, um, it's definitely something new to be, a, be abreast of. And really there's a lot of fears uh, for psychological um, manipulation really. And, and I'm sure I'm not a psychology major, Wink, wink. <laughs> no, but um, like one of the craziest things from this article is that uh, there was a story, uh, the Eliza case, well, I think it was the Netherlands or something, or somewhere in Europe where um, a man uh, literally like became infatuated and enamored with a chat bot called Eliza. And, you know, they, uh, it told it essentially essentially at the end of it he uh took his life because of something that the chatbot said to it and it's like th there's these moral implications to ai so really how are we going to secure ai how are we going to use it and work with it and live with it versus this uh currently there's a little bit of apprehension in ai everybody's seen terminator right like you're right. You're talking you know, it's, yeah. it's the end of the sky skynet yeah it's, it's the start of skynet right but i mean really I mean, once we get ahead of this, I mean, we have, I mean, developers, engineers, right? Um, you know, psychologists, right? We all have to get ahead of this AI game and then really um, design security with AI in mind or AI with security in mind rather. So it's not have to bolt on the security later on after the fact when damage really, or has already been done. So yeah, it's, 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 a, it's gonna be a wild ride everyone. Yeah, yeah, and and specifically with this article, it's the the mimicking of uh, of human behavior, right? So it goes into uh -huh. it being able to mimic coworkers or or uh, things of that nature. So the 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 fear here is that it can fool you, right? Like human beings have a capacity far strips uh, any any uh -huh. PC. However, uh, we like socially, we are very uh, malleable. We're very um, able to be tricked by human beings, let alone now these things that will have infinite capacity to uh, to potentially mirror people you know. Um, yeah. And and we, we've already seen the behavior, right? Like Amazon knows what you want to buy before you before you want to buy it. Uh, we, we talked about in the past how CVS was able to um, detect if you were pregnant before you knew you were pregnant, just by, based upon your buying behavior, right? Uh, so it started to send you coupons in the mail for pampers and things of that nature. Uh, and uh, in the article I was reading, it was it was a, a, a younger female. She started receiving these coupons and she was like, what is going on? And it was determined based upon the things she was buying from CVS to treat her uh, symptoms, not knowing she was pregnant, that she was pregnant. And they were able to, to, to then market to her more effectively. Um, I, I, me and Chen are always on the opposite side of the fence on this one. Like, I love it. <laughs> like, please, please market to me better. Like, target me. Um, however, the, the implications of how advanced the uh, uh, large language language models are is kind of mm -hmm. scary, and the ability to later be manip manipulated uh, into making you believe that your boss sent you an email or that your coworker is asking you for something specific, I think really still comes down to just those uh, cybersecurity awareness mm -hmm. uh, training that you have. Right, if if it doesn't feel right, then it isn't right. Don't click that link. Things of that nature uh, will still help, but its ability 
to target you so well, I think will be the problem where you'd be like, yeah, I do have this account or I do bank with this bank or yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And it, it knows you well enough where it, it can um, potentially hook you into to clicking something malicious or sending you a package of some sort that uh, becomes malware. So I, I think that that implication is scary. And then, right, the, the mental gymnastics to then think about like, what does the future hold for us? Like I'm, I'm hot on Copilot. Like uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of other um, offerings from companies, but uh, I know Microsoft is kind of a, a little bit ahead of the game. I know they're in the news a little bit right now for certain things. Uh, however, uh, seeing the diagram on Copilot and how it does not feed back into the large, large language model, like basically it is your individual um, AI for your for your organization, pricey because it's going to charge you a lot of money per employee. However, um, it being tied into 365 and uh, uh, GitHub and all that stuff and having that security where it's not going back to the, the mothership, I do like. Um, however, what are the implications, right? So like you, you alluded, I, my undergrad is psychology. So I, I love stuff like this. Like my graduate is, is, is cybersecurity. So I, I went back to, to the motherland. Um, but I do, I do like the social aspect uh, of how this will impact people, hopefully for the better, right? Like you'll have, if you're lonely, you'll have a companion. If you need help, it'll be able to, to know if you need help, right? Like no one will know you better than your, your personal uh, digital yeah. assistant and potentially can call 911. Uh, if if it, it senses you're having some kind of issues or at least push you towards seeking help and things of that nature. So I think from that aspect, it will be really cool. Um, my my fear is the echo chamber because we already have that in, in digital media, right? We already have that in your Twitters and now your threads and things of that nature. Like people gravitate to things that that uh, confirm their bias, right? They, they love it because it, it just like whatever you have, whether it be some sort of ism or whatever, you can find a group that is is going to pander to uh, your expectations and confirm your biases. And what I'm afraid of is uh, potentially decades from now, right? When you have your own personal Cortana or what have you, uh, which that that will be uh, most likely that that will be copyrighted, right? Like Microsoft's not gonna let people get away with Cortana, but <laughs> whatever that thing is, um, that it just will reaffirm your biases because you won't need other people, right? We saw it in the movie Her, right? That was with Joaquin Phoenix, I want to say. And the voice of the AI was Scarlett Johansson. I really like that movie. I, I know a lot of people didn't, uh, but he fell in love with his AI, right? Like if you if you don't have to leave your house because the pandemic taught us that like I I like that aspect of, of being able to, to work remotely and things of that nature, but it's not healthy for everyone. Everyone can't like handle not being around other people right we're social human beings uh the reason i started a podcast because i was trapped in my hotel right I, I flew overseas and the policy was you go straight from the terminal straight to the hotel you right. do not pass go you do not you do not get out of here for two weeks and that's when i started the podcast because i needed to talk to somebody even though I, I like being by myself i also don't like being by myself in totality right i still need an outlet um i'm what my fear is that people will stop seeking an outlet once they have uh, an AI companion or two, right? Like, who's to say you can't have uh, an entire um, an, an entire social network made up of, of bots that just cater to you? That would be great for some people, <laughs> but then they would never interact with real people again. <laughs> you know, maybe that comes in, like, it comes in peaks and troughs, right? Because, you know, it, you're looking at, you know, generational differences between, you know, even just millennials and, you know, Gen Z, 
um, they, they, we've, we've got different uh, tastes in software. Like uh, I think they came up on Snapchat and, you know, what is, what's the other one, TikTok. We grew up on Instagram, Facebook. So there's, there, there, there might be, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm just thinking out loud here, but there, there might be a future generation that's like AI. No, that's, that's not for me. I don't want that, that thing, you know, yeah. um, I don't want to have to rely on it to do anything because there's going to be a, a counterculture to this at some point, right? I mean, there probably, I mean, there already is, but it's, there's going to be a counterculture maybe in the few de- a decade or so where it's like, hey, we're going to be, be anti-AI, uh, we're going to be anti, even let's go as far as saying anti-computers, right? Like people that want to be off the grid maybe more, right? So that that's just one thing I was just thinking about as we were talking. One other thing, actually, like with Cortana, right, with uh, these digital assistants, we've seen um, instances where uh, entire uh, social media accounts, let's say Instagram, completely AI generated um, photos, right? It's the same, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. email or mail or whatever. And people that, that never existed. People that never existed, you know, their lives, right? People, cityscapes and, you know, backgrounds generated by AI based on the billions of uh, petabytes of data that's available there yeah. for it to draw inspiration from. Um, and so when, when you, when you, um, when you combine the visual and then you add uh, a little bit of that personal touch, right, with that large language model, right, it's 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 going to be very, very convincing, right? It's going to be very convincing. And then you're you're coming in. What's what's the next step, right? We're talking voice models that can mimic, um, you know, voices of other people, people that are from history, right? Um, you you're already seeing some of this, right? So. Uh, there's this app called Speechify, right? So um, if you got problems with concentration, like like myself, right? I, I like to upload some, uh, like an article, Speechify, right? And what it does is it reads it out loud for you. But lo and behold, you can actually change the voice. So one of the settings is Gwyneth Paltrow. If you want Gwyneth Paltrow to uh, read to you an article in her voice, right? It's, it's generated. You can listen to Gwyneth Paltrow. But... I logged onto it the other day just to see what it was like because, you know, I canceled my subscription because, you know, when you don't use something like Grammarly or speech fighting, right. yeah, right? Um, but I logged on and I, I typed in an article. Okay, read this. You know what voice I heard? President Obama's voice. I was oh, like, yeah. holy crap. <laughs> I could listen to this all day. Let's do it, right? So um, it, it just blew my mind, right? So just, I think we just definitely got to, the trans one transparency is important, right? So these companies got to be transparent with their AI, uh, with how they process our uh, financial and you know personal data, right? It's very intrusive to look at our you know buying habits, right? It's, it's extremely intrusive, right? So um, there there might be at some point where you can do like an opt out, right? Hey, I'm gonna opt out of you know AI generated responses. I want to opt out of you know everybody like I think Apple's doing a good job with hey, I don't want it, I don't want my data to be shared with these companies, right? But there's going to have to be a little bit more granularity, right, with AI because I mean we're still in this discovery, you know, scoping process, right? So right, it's and, just, and it's already kind of rolling, right? So like the, the yeah. EU kind of takes the head uh, of most of the stuff now because they're they're very um, uh, consumer uh, protective yeah. um, uh, in nature, or at least that's that's the way they they uh, position themselves. But there's already an AI. Um, uh, I forget if it's called AI policy or AI regulation. It's already rolled out. 
Uh, they've already voted on it. It's already starting to become a thing. Uh, mm -hmm. And it will deeply impact these trillion dollar companies um, that are kind of pushing AI to the forefront, right? So right. the implications are already there. Um, and it's going to be very similar, in my opinion, to GDPR, where yeah. like, it will impact everybody, even if you're not uh, a member of the European Union in some respect, like your data will traverse it or there'll be consumers or customers that also be over there. So uh, globally, it will still cause an, an impact. Uh, and they're already kind of rolling it out because they, they want to make sure that whatever this thing becomes, that it doesn't have a, a substantial impact to the, the consumer where they can't, as to, to, like you said, opt out or retract their data, or at least know what their data is being used for uh, uh, when it comes to, to marketing and advertising and things of that nature. So it is coming down the pipe, uh, mm -hmm. but obviously one is always quicker than the other. And it seems that we, we've gone full AI, right? We pivoted like everybody and their mom wants a, a piece of this potentially trillion dollar market um, it, uh, or, or beyond, depending on how uh, like you said, if we if we adopt it or if there's a counterculture to it, which I don't see that yet, but I I feel it is going to come. Uh, just like you said, when it comes to they're creating people who've never existed, so um, you'll never. Well, I guess I, I at some point I think they'll have to uh, let us know. They'll have to be transparent. But for the most part, right now they can just create uh, actors, actresses, models, um, like. Uh, stock footage can just be generated, right? Like now they're getting it down to where it won't have uh, uh, inhuman teeth and fingers any longer because that was really nightmare fuel. But <laughs> it's getting it down to like this, these look like people. Like I I, I shared uh, photos with uh, Shannon and LaVon not too long ago where it was like this entire party is made up of fake people. Yeah. They're just enjoying life, right? And that can be used for, for marketing and branding. Those people never existed, right? It's It's eyes, ears, and noses from, like you said, petabytes of data, where it's right. like, these people are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this person and have them drink our product. Right. On, the other side of this, on the other side of the spectrum of that, like, uh, I was playing around with Photoshop. Uh, what is it? The, the beta Photoshop, where you can just literally, you can highlight a section, and just type something in the generative fill, and then it'll, it'll pop up some, some, basically what you told it to do. Right. But I've seen some really bad implementations where it literally changes. It changed my face to like somebody completely different. And it's <laughs> more like uh, Van Gogh or, you know, pick some Picasso looking face where my eyes were like this. I mean, it was crazy. And I, I laughed when I saw it. it it's it, like you said, it was nightmare feel, but it also it, it could produce a lot of comedy as well. Right. <laughs> so right. Laughing. No, it, 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 like again, because I'm not I'm not trying to be. Um counter to like i'm really excited about what the potential mm -hmm. future is it's just that we have to worry about these these ethical and moral um implications uh, i mean uh down to ai writing episodes of tv shows and movies and things of that nature like uh the marvel's um secret invasion the intros uh is generative like it was made by uh, an ai generative company made the, the intro to it so how many people could have been involved in that process and made mm -hmm. money right like ai literally uh still in our jobs right it's going to be yeah. the uh the, the future and then uh like you said or you alluded to the disinformation like how many articles will be uh potentially generated or written that uh are are made to uh strike fear right like the war of the world's radio podcast made people think that we're being invaded by aliens um and that was just you know, uh, old school radio programming. So what does the future hold when you can make 
you know, very believable photos uh, and and video of anything you want to. Like it can literally look like we're being uh, attacked by a um, another country or uh, even by aliens or you know, I mean, something silly like mermaids. You can do anything, and people will be like potentially believe it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're under war. <laughs> They're out there grabbing their shotguns, ready for the uh, the the aliens to to try to invade their homes. Like the implications are are endless. So I just hope that we're we're going to be um, respectful and we're going to be uh, cautious uh, uh, when making these new products and these new things start to develop. But we'll you see. Think some, do you think there's going to be some like watermarking technology that's going to say, hey, or something in metadata that can that might be, you know, put into regulation. Hey, this was created by AI on this day. Like, it's going to have to be. because like, right? like, Yeah, because when they started doing the deep fakes, uh, there was, when they started doing deep fakes of like, um, uh, like you said, uh, President Obama, or um, they had Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. uh, and then they had Morgan Freeman, there was something wrong with the eyes. Like it was like the eyes didn't reflect light appropriately or something like that. So there was a university that made, um mm-hmm. ai de- detective software that use the eyes and patterns to detect mm-hmm. it but even they're saying they're having issues it's getting that good it, it's getting better so i mean yeah. sometimes i mean it's gonna have to be up to regulation right so regulation i mean it's it's the only way i, I mean the way i see it right now but, uh, it's it's well, yeah, we'll see what the what the future holds, but mm-hmm. definitely uh, uh, I appreciate your uh, your your uh, expert opinion. <laughs> we'll put it out there. Uh, and like I said, I need to circle back around. I need to start putting some of this stuff into uh, in, into Microsoft Word, right? Um, and and start to, to generate some some content because I'm very fascinated by it. I'm always reading about it. I just haven't put pen to paper yet, so to speak. But uh, definitely continue to tune in. I know this one went a little bit long, so it'll be broken in half for the for the the LinkedIn. Uh, uh, viewers, but that I I love the conversation. So um, definitely continue to tune in, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, uh, we again, we're trying to plus our numbers up. So if you're an audio listener, check out the video. Like, go to YouTube and check out our channel and see what you what you think about that as well. So you can see uh, Chris's uh, beautiful face over here. Uh, but also uh, share with your uh, your nerdy friends and family. We're definitely trying to uh, broaden our audience and looking for sponsorship in the in the, the future We're, for brands and products that make sense for our audience. Because uh, I'm not just trying to do a a money grab, right? I don't I don't want to uh, out here selling boxers. Not to say that you don't like boxers. Maybe you do. I don't know. Let me know. But <laughs> that's not what I'm targeting when it comes to this, right? Uh, I'm I'm looking for uh, education, training. Uh, uh, you know, uh, products that we actually do use when it comes to consulting and things of that nature. That's that's what I'm trying to target. So we'll see what the future holds. Uh, yeah. Hit up all the websites that go by our name. Give me a person. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, uh, Twitter, and Threads. And you, Chris? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I haven't established some uh, as many handles as you yet, but LinkedIn, Chris Abacon, spelled A Bacon, my last name. So it's I'm probably the first one you'll find. But yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's connecting talk. I love talking about these topics. There it goes. So uh, definitely uh, hit up Chris and his uh, all of his stuff will be in the description as well. Stay safe. Stay secure. Thank you.